0: name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we give you all the glory, we give you all the revelation you are the king of kings and the lord of law. The I am that I am, the Ancient of these, the beginning and the end. Father, we pray that let all be given to your man servant, as he's about to minister unto your people. We pray that let angels be assigned right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves and we declare that let the sure mercies of God and, and, and let, the, let, let, let the grace of God continue to speak for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare by divine authority that let the same angels that minister to Christ Jesus be assigned now as we teach to your people, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of the living God, for always honoring my invitation. And we thank the Trinity, Christ Jesus, Holy Spirit, and God, for always being in my presence as I minister to your people. Thank you, Abba Father, for releasing your angels to take charge over me as I minister to your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My name is Reverend Ebenezer Sarashmanin. I'm the lead pastor of Purple Fire Online Ministry. And this morning, I have a sure word for you. I have a special message for you. As a, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it's quite prophetic. It's quite a prophetic message for you. And the Lord has sent me this morning to speak to you. It is a Sunday morning. And the Lord has sent me this morning to speak to you. And as should preach to you. On a, a particular subject titled Grace, on a particular type um, subject titled Grace, Abraha Kapala, lay your hands upon your heart and let me pray with you, Father. We declare that let them be focused, we release focus to locate your people. We declare that let them be focused in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them, let the ears of your men and your, son, and your sons and your daughters be open in the mighty name of Jesus. Let their ears be open to your word in the name of Jesus. We declare by divine authority that it has been confirmed by heaven and it has been endorsed by the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So this morning, I'll be teaching on grace. I'll be teaching on grace and I'll be explaining certain things pertaining to the, 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 grace, 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 grace. So somebody may ask me, a man of God, what is the meaning of grace? Or you may ask, what is actually the meaning of grace? What is the revelation meaning of grace? because there are there are there are dictionary meaning of certain spiritual topics and subjects and there are other there are other meaning that is the a the revelatory or the revelation meaning of certain topics and certain subjects embedded in the bible and one of them is grace and i said somewhere that grace is, is just uh, your ability or, or divine empowerment for you to be to, to be pushing uh? i'm just going to, i'm going to dive in dive deep and give you a vivid explanation concerning the title grace or concerning the subject grace so what is grace grace is not only divine enablement but god adversely adverse ability i'm taking it again grace is not it's not only divine enablement but God adverse ability to empower all humanity to serve him and serve him very well in humility In righteousness, in holiness, in purity, and among others. That is the purpose of grace. Grace is a divine enablement. And and, and it it is being released by God to empower his people through humility, righteousness, holiness, purity, and among others. And one thing that, child of God, you have to understand is never underestimate the power of grace. Never underestimate the power of grace. For the Bible made it very clear that God's grace is sufficient for the consumption of all men or for the consumption of mankind. God's grace is sufficient for the consumption of all men or for the consumption of mankind. Turn your Bible with me to 2nd Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. 2nd Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. 2nd Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. The Bible says, and when he said unto men, or, and, and when he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, my strength is made perfect in weakness. Mo- Most gladly therefore will I rather glory in my infirmity, That the power of Christ may rest upon me. One thing that you have to understand, child of God, those in the States, those in Africa, those that grace ministers have ministered to you. I'm just adding up to what they've already taught you. I'm giving you the revelatory knowledge of grace. You have to understand that there are three things that grace confers upon men. That grace confers upon men. It doesn't confirm. It it confers upon men. There are three things that grace confers upon men. The first one is sufficiency. 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 The second one is strength. 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 The third one is perfection in weakness. Perfection in weakness. Perfection in weakness. And the fourth one is the release of power. The release of power. The release of power. So according to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9, it has made us known, it has taught us by by the letters of Paul. And it has given us wisdom to understand that grace actually confers four four things unto our life. Grace actually confers four things unto the, the life of every believer. And that is sufficiency, strength, perfection in weakness, and the release of power. I'm going to take it one after the other and explain it for you to understand very well and explain it for you to understand where we are. I declare by divine authority that let the heavens be open whilst you are in your house in the mighty name of Jesus. For you to understand the the deeper depth of grace and the higher realms of grace. According to Psalms 81 verse 10, according to Psalm 81 verse 10, the Bible says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. The Bible says, in Psalm chapter 81, verse 10, that you have to open your mouth wide, and the Lord will fill your mouth. It is a time, it is the season, of you opening your mouth wide. It is a time, it is a season, of you opening your mouth wide. I am on the mountain for three days, and I am interceding for you and I'm ministering the, the topic or the subject, Grace, from the mountain. And I want you to understand that this is the time for you to open your mouth wide. Even though we are in the COVID-19 season, things are very tough, but this is the time. It is a set time to open your mouth wide, and the Lord will fill you up. I'm taking it one after the other. I'm starting from the first one, that is sufficiency. 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 I'm giving you the, 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 the revelatory meaning. Uh, definition of sufficient. What is sufficient? It is defined as an adequate amount of something. It is defined as an adequate amount of something. Especially of something essential. Especially of something essential. This stands to reason that grace is very essential in the kingdom of God. Grace is very needed in the kingdom of God. And grace is, it, it is, very, it, it, it is very essential for the consumption of humanity. So if you are a man of God, if you are a child of God and you have not encountered grace, I pray and I declare by your life that receive grace in the name of Jesus. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. May the Lord show you grace. May the Lord give you grace. May He show you grace. May He give you grace in the mighty name of Jesus. And I'm going to give you a scripture reference. That is Psalm 81 verse 10. Psalm 81 verse 10. I am the, I am the, the Lord thy God which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will feel it. What stands to reason that grace is in abundance in heaven, child of God. Grace is in abundance in heaven. And this is the time you need to connect your spiritual, connect your spiritual senses and tap into grace. There are certain men upon the globe, or there are certain men in certain cities that they carry the grace mantle. They carry the grace mantle. And this is the set time for you to connect. This is the set time for you to connect. And for you to connect to the the mantle of grace upon their life. In the life of Dr. Clefodola. In the life of Dr. Abel. In the life of Apostle Johnson. In the life of Dr. Bill Winston. This is the time you have to connect to the grace mantle upon their life. Because grace... It's essential. I'm going to take you deep for you to understand God's aspect of grace and mankind's aspect of grace. According to Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5, the Bible says "Is a now that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficient is of God, our sufficiency is of God. You have to understand that your sufficiency sufficiency concerning grace is connected to God. And until you connect to the right source, you can never tap the genuine grace of God. This is the time you have to connect to the right source and receive the genuine grace of God. You need to tap from the, the main source. And that is God. And the Holy Ghost will confirm it through the name of Christ Jesus. According to John chapter 15 verse 5. John chapter 15 verse 5, the Bible says, I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me and in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. You have, you have to understand that it is the it is only when you have experienced satisfaction, that will make you bear fruit. So when you begin to experience satisfaction, the Lord will make you bear fruit. That is what you have to understand. Under the topic grace, or under the subject grace, that for you to bear fruit, you for you to bear fruit, you need to be satisfied. So Paul says something, sorry, so John says something in John chapter fifteen, verse 5, he said, I am the vine and ye are the branches, he said, I am the vine and ye are the branches, meaning he was talking, he was talking for God and Christ Jesus, he said, Christ said, I am the vine and ye, ye my members or ye believers are the branches. I am the vine and ye are the branches. He said, He that abideth in me, when you abide in God, you receive grace. When you abide in God, you receive grace. He said, He that abide in me and I in him. Meaning, when you abide in God, God abides in you. That is why we always say that the Holy Spirit lives in us. You have to understand the topic or the subject, grace and for all. He said, I am in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. You have to understand it once and for all the child of God. In this particular year, that it has been declared as the year of death. That men and women are dying. Before their time, you have to understand that without God we can do nothing. Without God, we can do nothing, absolutely nothing. And this is a time you have to connect yourself to God. It, you have wept for so long. You have weeped so long. You have been worried for so long. This is a set time to connect back to God. I'm going to the second, the second thing that grace confers upon men. That is divine strength. Divine strength. Divine strength, it simply means that the capacity of humans who have subjected themselves to God in order to withstand grace, great force or pressure. When you have the capacity to subject yourself to God, the Lord will give you divine strength. And that divine strength will activate divine speed. And that divine speed will make you get your your total destination, or your 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 your, your purpose, or, or your place of purpose, or the place God has purpose for you and destined for your purpose for your life. That is what divine strength does. So when you get when you when you get connected to divine strength, you shall not be worried anymore in the spirit sometimes men are worried in the spirit isaiah said something He said, let, 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 let i give you isaiah said I, isaiah said something He said, let there be an exchange of of, of praise and give, said, the, the, the bible says the bible says." Let, let, me, let me let me take it again isaiah said he recorded and he said that the lord said to me that i should tell men that they should bring the, their heaviness in in exchange for praise so men actually send their heaviness in god to god through prayers and god gave them the, the garment of praise which stands to reason that heaviness is a garment. And I pray and I declare by you right now that wherever you are, wherever you are, any form of heaviness upon your life, that does not make you go, te- go to church. Any form of heaviness upon your life, that does not make you like men of God and keep on insulting men of God. I pray and I declare that let that kind of heaviness be uplifted. Let it, let it catch fire in the name of Jesus. And we exchange that garment with the garment of praise. And you begin to praise the Lord like Miriam did in the days of old. Moving forward. Judges chapter 6 verse 2. Judges chapter 6 verse 2. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him. And said unto him. The Lord is with thee. The Lord is with thee. Thou mighty man of Valah. Which stands to reason that. Before Jephthah became Jephthah. He was already conferred to be a mighty man of valor, But he never knew it. Kaduli hadaba hasiata Meko sorry. Before Gideon, kaduli hatala Melu habaraha para hasiata labasiata. basuati hadarasa. Before Jephthah, kadati hatala Before Jephthah, magada hasiata laba became Jephthah. He was a mighty man of valor from her from his mother's womb, from his mother's womb. But when you go to um, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it? Um, Sorry, before Gideon, let me take it again. Before Gideon, before Gideon, before Gideon became Gideon, he was a mighty man of valor as in, this, in, the, in the same way or in the same process as Jephthah was also mighty. God him about. The verse 13 says, and, and Gideon said unto him, Oh my Lord, oh my Lord, oh my Lord. And some, some, uh, somebody asked me a question several times, um, several weeks ago, that man of God, I, I, I read the Bible and, and I come across men being called Lord. And, and I said, according to judges chapter 6 verse 13 uh, Gideon said unto unto one angel and he said, oh my Lord which stands to reason that he was talking about the angel of the law, the angel of the Lord but in the days but in the days but in the days but in the days of Sarah she also called her husband the Lord which stands to reason that Sarah recognized her husband as a man of God that is the difference Sarah recognized her husband, as a man of God. So he called him Lord. This stands to reason, this stands to reason that Sarah understood the God aspect of his husband. Sorry of a husband, Sarah understood the God aspect of a husband. He understood the God aspect of a husband. So you have to understand the differences between the first Lord in Judges chapter six verse thirteen and the second Lord in First Peter chapter three verse six, and and and, and the first Lord. Is is, 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 is is given or is ascribed to an angel but the second Lord is ascribed to a man of God that is um, Abraham, father Abraham I'm giving you a reference in 1st Peter chapter 3 verse 6 1st Peter chapter 3 verse 6 the Bible says Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are as long as ye do well and, and are not afraid and are not afraid with any amazement he was never afraid to call. He was never afraid to call her husband, Lord. As some, as the as the manner of some are doing in our dispensation and in our generation, that they fear to call their own husband, Lord. Even when they are men of God preaching on, on, on the pulpit, they fear to call them Lord. They are so proud and so big in their own shoes and in their own self that they fear. Sometimes they, they, they don't even want to call them Lord. Because we are in the dispensation. whereby When women talk, it looks like men have to shut up. But we are praying that let the men come up one more time. Let the men in the, in, in the men of this generation come up. Let the, let the, let the, let the male spirit embedded in the men's generation come out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Moving forward. Are we going going forward? That is Judges chapter 6 verse 13. The Bible says, And Gideon said unto him, O oh my Lord, If the Lord be with us, why then is all, why then is all this befalling us? Which stands to reason that the Lord was with with Gideon, but he never knew. The Lord was with Gideon, but he never saw it. The Lord was with Gideon, but he never saw it. Sometimes, God, the Lord Lord can be with you and you can never see it until he, he, he uh, until he actually showed himself to you you can never see it the bible says that and Paul of Tarsus had an encounter with Christ Jesus on the road to Damascus that stands to reason that Christ Jesus was monitoring Paul even when Paul He never knew Christ Jesus. And he thought he was fighting for Christ. He never knew Christ was around him and Christ was monitoring him. And Christ said to him, he said, Paul, why are you persecuting my people? He said, Paul, why are you persecuting my people? He said, Paul, why are you persecuting my people? He said, said, and Gideon said unto him, O oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of saying, Did not the Lord bring us up, up from Egypt? But now Lord has forsaken us and delivers us into the hands of the Midianites. Kaduli verse 14, Makul And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy mind. That is, the might have its foundation embedded in the grace of God every might have its foundation embedded in the grace of God for you to be mighty in the spirit for you to be mighty physically through God as a Christian you the, it is embedded in uh, it is the foundation or it gets its foundation from grace it is upon which it is upon which God might, uh, grace is upon which that might is being built Grace is upon which way that might is being built. Isaiah chapter forty verse thirty-one. Moving on. Isaiah chapter forty verse thirty-one. Moving on. Isaiah chapter forty verse thirty-one. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength; they shall mount up with wings as eagles; they shall run and, nev- and not be weary; and they shall walk and not faint. This stands to reason that men. Men, when they contact divine strength, when they contact the divine strength, they can run and never be weary. And I'm proceeding, I'm, I'm, I'm ending the first session, the first session of the four things that grace confers upon humanity. That is Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when Christ strengthens you, when Christ strengthens you, that is when you can do all things. Alla Katara Hassia Tala Bahasia Taha, Liva Hadia Krahasu Tilibe Hassa, Kaluk Ihatur Hapas, Mash Karu Hatara Mesh, Maku Perez Itele Dedis Ahasas.